This is the G Podcast with your host, Tommy B. Welcome to episode 182 of This is the G Podcast. Yes. Yes, 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 y'all. What's up? Ain't nothing gonna get us down. We here. <laughs> Each week we do news, politics, pop culture, and that piping our tea from the one and only Tanya B. And I know some of y'all on the ledge, y'all, but come on back. Come on back. We got to talk about it. The Supreme Court rejects affirmative action at colleges as unconstitutional. Uh, They also strike down Biden's student loan forgiveness program. And they went for the trifecta, the hat trick, and sided with an anti-LGBTQ web designer. I know y'all on the ledge. Come on back. We still got to talk about it. Mike will cover it. Uh, the newsmaker crew with Talib Shabazz is in the building. Plus, analyst, uh, political analyst Harold Michael Harvey will join us for more insight uh, toward the end of the show uh, from HaroldMichaelHarvey.com. We appreciate that. And of course, Tanya B. Tanya B. has the tea. Just a just a couple of cups of tea this week. And uh, I'll let you know what I'm watching too. Good stuff. Uh, Extraction two, the perfect match, and Shy's back. So I'll let you know about that. Uh, thank you for joining us as always. Uh, uh, appreciate you coming in this week, and let's get into it. Mike, what you got? News team, assemble! It's time for the Week in News with Syracuse Mike. The U.S. Supreme Court rejected a legal theory that argued that state legislatures have the authority to set election rules with little oversight from state courts. The idea by primarily Republican supporters would make it easy for lawmakers to control elections. By a 6-3 vote, the court rejected an odd theory in a case about North Carolina's congressional map. White House Principal Deputy Secretary Olivia Dalton. We're pleased that the Supreme Court uh, rejected the extreme legal theory uh, presented in this case, which would have interfered with state governments, uh, which would have opened the door for politicians to undermine the will of the people and would have threatened the freedom of all Americans to have their voices heard at the ballot box. The court's decision maintains the power of state courts to review election laws while urging federal courts to, quote, not abandon their own duty to exercise judicial review. Former President Obama acknowledged the decision on his Twitter account and thanked his former attorney general, Eric Holder, for helping to make this happen. Now we get to hear it. This is secret information. <laughs> That's former President Trump on tape in 2021, apparently showing off a classified document. It's one of the more powerful pieces of evidence the special counsel has against Trump. In a 6-3 decision, the Supreme Court ruled against the use of race-conscious admissions, finding affirmative action programs at the University of North Carolina and Harvard University are a violation of the 14th Amendment's Equal Protection Clause. In a majority opinion, Chief Justice John Roberts railed against UNC and Harvard for conducting programs that he stated unavoidably employ race in a negative manner and involve racial stereotyping. However, he carved out an exception, military schools. That exception was noted by the court's newest justice, Ketanji Brown-Jackson. As part of her dissent, she said the racial diversity in higher education is only worth potentially preserving insofar as it might be needed to prepare black Americans and other underrepresented minorities for success in the bunker, not the boardroom. But Justice Clarence Thomas, a conservative, accused Justice Jackson of using her broad observations about statistical relationships between race and select measures of health, wealth and well-being to label all blacks as victims. President Biden also disagreed with the court's decision. We need a higher education system that works for everyone from from Appalachia to Atlanta and to far beyond. 
We can and must do better, and we will. The president suggested that institutions should not abandon their commitment to ensure diversity, proposing new standards where colleges take into account adversities students have overcome. Derek Johnson, national president of the NAACP, said schools will now become less diverse. This is a sad day for the future of this nation. Gerald Griggs, Georgia's NAACP president, called the Supreme Court's ruling a very bad decision. He said it sets us back in the civil rights generation. But Mitch McConnell, the Republican Senate minority leader, commented that the ruling makes it clear that colleges may not continue discriminating against bright and ambitious students based on the color of their skin. As predicted, the Supreme Court blocked President Biden's student loan forgiveness program. The president announced at the White House Friday that he has a new plan. Today's decision has closed one path. Now we're going to pursue another. The new plan could help people who have problems resuming payments that were suspended because of the pandemic. Monthly payments will be due. Bills will not go out and interest will be accruing. And during this period, if you can pay your monthly bills, you should. But if you cannot, if you miss payments, this on-ramp will temporarily remove the threat of default or having your credit harm. Mr. Biden plans to use the Higher Education Act to allow the Department of Education to release and waive loans. He also said his administration could create a ramp repayment program to help borrowers struggling to pay their loans. If you have a student loan, those payments will resume in October. The Supreme Court also ruled that a Christian web designer has a First Amendment right to refuse to create websites for same-sex weddings. The course, three liberal justices dissented on that ruling as they did on the student loan decision. Appreciate you, Mike, for the headlines. Uh, Newsmaker crew is here. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, give it up for the one and only Talib Shabazz in the building. People are still reeling from his uh, hip-hop top five from last week, yes. <laughs> you know, I've actually gotten some calls about that. You know? Oh, yeah? Which, 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 <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> I did, too. <laughs> Your commercial ass. What you doing? That's the best they say to me. Right, yeah. Appreciate you, Talib, one and only. Uh, Vi's in the road, on the road this week, the country commentator. He'll be back next week, but Man, everybody is like mad this week. Uh, you know, the, the Good Supreme reason. Court pissed everybody off, man. As we tape episode 182, man. Uh, uh, and, and, you know, it, it's crazy to leave. What's even crazier about this is the 4th of July. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Here we are. Framed against the 4th of July. It, it's just the irony of all this, man. But but I, let me let me just kind of go through it, frame it real quick. Yeah. You know, sure. of course, uh, for those of you who've been under a rock, man, college universities can no longer use race as a factor in, in admissions, but they can use someone's story about their race in context you know, with admission, like in an essay. Uh, Biden's student loan plan was just blown up. Uh, A few takeaways from that, too. And and it's from The Hill, online, The Mm -hmm. Hill. Um, And and, and it is a a, a hit, a major hit, man, uh, to the Biden camp because it was a campaign promise. Exactly. Um, You know, so it's a hit. Um, The other thing the Supreme Court has really been focusing on uh, this major questions doctrine Mm-hmm. Uh, against the um, executive branch. Yes. Uh, and that says the Congress must give direct authorization uh, for the executive branch to implement these kind of policies. So, again, you know, they want to pass this to Congress and not have these decisions pushed on to SCOTUS. Yeah. Um, you know, and, 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 you know, you got kids out there, you got borrowers, man, who remain stuck in heavy debt, heavy debt. I'll get to that in a minute. 
And, and, you know, and and it's going to lead to a big campaign issue in 2024, man. Truly. Uh, The other thing is Supreme Court ruled in favor of this web developer designer uh, who wanted to create webs, who did not want to create websites for same sex weddings. And the only thing that really positive came out of the week out of SCOTUS, you know, if, if you're if you're liberal minded, mm-hmm. uh, the one positive was the six to three th- uh, vote that stopped these local legislators from trying yeah. to take over voting. You know, that was the one thing, you know, that was uh, that's really kind of saved democracy. So, you know, right. if they had gone for that. I, I don't know. Yeah, it would have been, been a uh, what do they call it? The facto. Um, it it, it would have been a trifecta. Had yeah. They- if they had if they had not sided the way they did about the mm-hmm. gerrymandering um yep. situation. I agree. You know I agree. Um, but I'll, I'll start with you to you know your your thoughts man on all this. What are your thoughts? Well, as the as a representative of the black delegate, we would like to exchange <laughs> Clarence Thomas for anyone else. <laughs> In his ass, traded. He's already been traded. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny to me. Um, yeah. Even when, you know, I remember, I was old enough to remember when Clarence Thomas was getting nominated for the Supreme Court. And mm-hmm. you know, we're going through the whole Anita Hill scandal and all this other stuff. And I, I can remember saying then that he just seems like a bitter individual. Yeah, and, no, and, yeah. And then I had a, a chance to check out some of the documentary about Clarence Thomas that yeah. did discuss, you know, his time at Harvard mm-hmm. or Yale, one of whatever school it was that he went to. Um, yeah, I think it was Yale. Pretty sure it was yeah, Yale. Yeah. I'll look that up. Then, yeah. um, you know, he was he wasn't he got treated like every other black or you know non-white that went there, you know, and was questioned about, you know, his merit on being a student. And yeah. instead of instead of rising to the the challenge um, and using that in a positive way to strengthen his own not only self-image, you know, mm-hmm. self-esteem, but you know, to, to, to do what he came there to do was get the education. Um, yeah. It seems like he allowed it to, to change him and to, to someone that is not in favor of this um, uh, affirmative action because of how he personally felt on campus. Yeah. And it's just I, I just don't understand that. Like, if you yeah. know what you went through, you know, you, you had the merit to be in the school. You got to the school based upon a program that's designed to not uh, accept you know, just any old thing, you know, it, it was designed for people who deserve to be there to have the ability to compete when we're only 13 percent of the uh, of the population. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, you know, it's so to me, the whole just his stance and his descent on on these on these on those two issues. I, I just have to really be like, man. You know, you, where was your mother? You know what I mean? Like, you needed a hug. <laughs> let me let me say, man, it, it's interesting you bring that up because you know, I was I was watching. Um, you know, they were talking to classmates, people who knew him, mm-hmm. and, and one of the guys said that when he got his his Yale degree, he put a ten like he put a ten cent price tag on it mm. because of his 
uh, problems or his psychological issues with affirmative action. Right. Yeah. He said yeah. he's and, and he was telling him what, you know, he asked him, said, why you put 10 cents on this degree? And he yeah. said, because that's what it's worth to me. Right. Because he was so pissed off, uh, you know, but, but again, you look at all his major, all the situations he went into his clerkship, all that, it was all based on affirmative action. Yeah. You know, every, every opportunity, even when it came down to him being chosen for the court, uh, which was, you know, H H W Bush, mm-hmm. you know, and H W Bush is making, you know, the speech and saying, well, we didn't choose him, you know, for his race uh, because he right. was, you know, replacing, uh, you know, a great man, right? Um, you know, Thurgood Marshall, or yeah. you know, so so my point is, it's like he was, he felt the weight. <laughs> He felt a oh, weight, you know. A lot of yes. people just say, "Hey, I'm in here now. I'm just gonna do my thing." Right. He, it, it was like Uncle Ruckus. Yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's yeah. just like, "I'm a bitch about it. I'm gonna make your life miserable. I'm yeah. gonna make everybody's life miserable." And I just want to be given the chance. And he got the chance, dog. He just went in. And and right. I think it's just, you know, I I, I don't even want to say it's sad. It's sad for us. Cause, yeah. cause he's, cause he's living his best life now. He he getting oh, yeah. picked out oh, yeah. by the, the federal, the federalist society, and all these folks are paying for his yeah. his trips, his, his everything, lifestyle. his he's entire a, lifestyle. You know, it, you know, he has no credibility. Like, he has no credibility to me no, at all. Honest, honestly, forward. and that's what you yeah. know. And it it, bear, it begs to a whole different problem. And mm-hmm. the, uh, the problem that I see is of self esteem. Yes, if he had better self-esteem if he had a better way of looking at himself then yeah. he would have seen where he was deserving of yeah. of these situations you work hard to put yourself there and that's and that's something that shouldn't be taken away from you you know so you saying Clarence you, Thomas need a hug he, <laughs> he needs a hug get that nigga a hug <laughs> so yeah on, I sorry. mean come on you know he needs, he needs a mother I love I say that he's, he he's a scoldist Right. You know, he's, he's Supreme Court justice, but man, I got, I mean, oh, you know, lost so respect, right. man. Right, right. And so, so, but let's, so, so, okay, moving past Clarence Thomas. Yeah, please, so let's do it. Even if he had this, you know, even if he had voted in favor of those two, um, the, the two issues at the Supreme Court um, mm-hmm. that he mm-hmm. was facing, um, yeah. it would have still only been five to four. Yeah, yeah. So, so let's. I mean, I know that you can't expect Kavanaugh to to uh, to vote in favor of um, liberal policies. Mm-hmm. Um, Gorsh, of course, you know, you know, he's not going to do it. Alito, definitely not. Oh, but, definitely not. You yeah. know, and it's just that. I'm, at what point? At what point do we take a look at the way that the Supreme Court has been uh, the rules of the Supreme Court and how they have basically been or uh, or created this kind of untouchable scenario for them? You know, and, you know, maybe at at the beginning, these were trustworthy people, you know, but money has corrupted everything. Once, you know, once money legal bribery was was established for you know the politicians you know everybody has been corrupted you know yeah. and, and it goes it's across the board you know nancy Pel- okay let's let's talk about the uh the um the student loan thing one yeah. of the main things that they used uh to to um to rally against uh 
the um, against the um, student loan um, elimination was that Nancy Pelosi said that Congress has the ability to only Congress has the ability to do something like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, my thing is, did Joe Biden really want to get? <laughs> Did he really have a policy that he wanted to institute? <laughs> Did he, is there really you know, that he wanted to leave? Because it's That's like, the question. You've but... been so milk toast about all of your all of these things that you said you wanted yeah. to do. Yeah. I just so let me say it. let me let me say this, man, and 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 you point out. One of the things that the justices uh, put in, and this is what they were talking about, you know, the major questions doctrine, Mm. you know, that says Congress must really have direct authorization, you know, to to do something like this. But but let me let me let me give you a couple of points, man. And and I'm just going I'm just going to look at at the week all encompassing. okay? You know, and and I posted this on on IG. Um, It's not like y'all didn't see this coming, man. Right. Look, when when look, it started. I mean, it's always been going on. I mean, conservatives have, have always been chipping away slowly. You know, they they wanted to go after Roe v. Wade. It, always. I mean, all these issues are issues that have been the holy grails for conservatives. OK, so I put this I was talking about this on IG, man, on, on Instagram. And, and I said, it's not like we didn't know it was coming. One. And it started really the justice thing started when uh, Obama lost that opportunity to put Merrick Garland in. Right. When 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 Mitch McConnell took that away and we really didn't fight the good fight. Right. And so it led to Gorsuch, you know, and then Trump put in, you know, of course, he put in Gorsuch. Right. He put in Brett Kavanaugh. Right. He put in Amy Coney Barrett. So this dude put three, you know, when 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 somebody like 45 puts in three Supreme Court justices, how can you not know that they do? We'd have a week like this. Right. You know, it was it was like, what do you say? Everything's eventual. Yes. <laughs> you know, it, it's just like shit. When, it was just a matter of time. OK. Yes. But and, and, and this says to everybody and you and I were, were having this conversation off mic about elections. Elections mm-hmm. have consequences. True. When 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 you sit in a barbershop and, and we talk in voting and say, man, I don't hear about that voting shit. Man, I ain't going to vote. And and, and, and and, you know, the brother's giving me 10 reasons why they won't they won't vote. You know, hey, elections have consequences, you know, and you look at Mississippi, you look at Alabama, look at a lot of these states with what, 20, 30 percent turnout, you know, 20 percent black turnout. Yeah. You know, I mean, but I will say this and, and I'm, I'm, a, I'm not going to go in too hard. I'm a. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, you know, somebody told me, said, you know, let it cool off a little bit. Right. You know, give it some time. And I'm like, nigga, y'all have known. Don't act like you didn't know this was, you know, it's like elections have consequences. So the folks who've been really pushing ideals for all this time to the black community, y'all need to stop selling books. You know, we need real leadership right now. We don't need you out here pimping books and opportunities. Yeah. You know, MLK wasn't out here trying to make money on the side, you know, for the march on, on Washington. He was real about it. So we're going to have to get real about it, you know, because I, I was telling you this, man, the conservatives. It's funny to hear the conservatives talking like the Panthers. Right. You know? They yeah. sound like the Panthers. Grassroots mobilization. They, they yeah. sound like the, I mean, you know, all these conservative organizations sound like the old, you know, the old school liberal organizations. Yes. You know, yes. they out here in the streets, man. 
and they have just flipped it. Yeah, they have they have they have flipped it. And and honestly, I'm going to say this and I'll let it go. I had hoped that -hmm. when this was announced, knowing that all these organizations knew this was coming. Mm -hmm. There's no way for the year that's been on the docket. You knew with these justices this was coming. I would have hoped they would have had their own separate press conference. You know, the UNCF, you know, NAACP, all of them, uh, you yeah. know, uh, all the uh, Urban League, a joint press conference and just said, look, we knew this was coming mm-hmm. and here's our plan. Right. And even the Biden administration. But what I'm hearing is, oh, you know, we're going to do something in about 100 days and then we'll, we'll, we'll get some thoughts from, you know, the communities. Oh, so what you're saying is <laughs> it's gonna happen, except more books being sold. Right. You know, you I know. like the way I like the way that you put it earlier. Um, the academic versus yes. You know, we, it's like yeah, like back in the day, man. You know, the conservatives were very academic. They were very high level. You know, they, you know, it's just like I forgot the guy who used to debate James Baldwin all the time. The conservative. Yeah. 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 It was all academic mm-hmm. and it was academic versus practical. Right. And and we were, you know, the, you know, the organizations that, you know, liberals were practical. They were in the streets. Mm-hmm. They were fighting it out in right. hand combat. Now, I mean, honestly, the conservatives have taken it. When I hear conservatives talking like Panthers, I'm like, damn, yeah. right. they, they want to get rid of the FBI. <laughs> They're like, you know, I'm serious, dog. It's like the yeah. conservatives, conservative movement. They have become that they have taken from the book of the Black Panthers. Totally, totally. Except, no. with, with the exception of Marxism. Right. You know? <laughs> right. But they, Autocrats. But they are fascists. You know? They are. So yeah, you're right. Like, you know? <laughs> so, but it's just, I'm, I'm here to tell you, the conservatives have become the new black Panthers. Yeah. It's, and, and they just, they got power. Yes. You and know, it's like, I mean, how can you, you, you the white boy, you running shit. How, how can, how can you be oppressed? Right. <laughs> but that's the thing. You know, when, once they, I don't know, but they, it's, it's, they, it's funny to me. It's, Go ahead. I'm yeah, sorry. It's, it's a couple of things. And I, and I want to, I want to move on to. So, um, yeah. one thing is, you know, we are totally, we should totally be aware of the fact now that the conservative power base, um, yeah definitely goes for the long play. Yeah, they, they do. Absolutely. They, they laid in wait for 20 or 30 years to see how, you know, things are, what seeds they planted 30 years ago are now coming to harvest now. You mm-hmm. know, and this is the reason why a Roe v. Wade can be overturned. Um, yeah. You know, the, the um, affirmative action be, can be overturned because, like you said, little by little, they've been chipping away at this thing. And yep. they understand it's not going to happen. We're not going to see immediate rewards for this policy. But 20 years from now, you know, we will. And that's and that's what they that's that's their that's their plan. We especially, you know, people with melanin aren't mm-hmm. really as con- aren't really looking at the long term because our needs are immediate. We're worried yeah. about food, yeah. clothing and shelter. Yeah. So we can't we can't necessarily say, OK, yeah, this 20 year I could do that. I could put a, I could put away a dollar a day for 20 years. And at the end of this 20 year plan, you know, we don't do that. We yeah. because because our the way that our things have been designed. The, the less money you have, the more, the less you can worry about what goes on twenty years. From oh now. shit! 
Look, we don't have the luxury, man. We we don't have we, you know we we don't have we we don't have, I mean you know for back of a, lack of a better term we don't have that savings, man. You, exactly, you're absolutely right. Hey, but let's move on, man. What was your yeah. big takeaway for the week? Big takeaway. Um, big takeaway is uh, for you, for you personally. Yeah. Big takeaway. Uh, you know, France is still rioting <clears throat> over the oh yeah over the shooting death of Nahal M, a uh, 17 year old who got caught in a traffic stop, and hmm. this is like the third or fourth death. Uh, that France has had, you know, in these traffic stops uh, or related to traffic stops. And, you know, these people are frustrated and they're riding in the streets again. We, I I don't know what it's going to take for us, you know, as melanated peoples across the planet to realize that we are all in the same boat. And not only do we need to be doing things we need to be definitely more forward thinking about how we're setting our families up Mm. but not just our families where our extended families are going and where we are in the in the big scheme of things because you know this 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 melanated hate is not going (laughs) to stop anytime soon you know i agree seeing that you know from the from the from the top down from the bottom up, yeah, I think that I think that you know we have had some things like TikTok and you know musics and stuff like that that kind of help the younger generations to see where they are in the big scheme of things, so they don't necessarily have all of the uh, friction and all of the hate that their older generations have uh, towards yeah. melanated peoples. But you know, they but we're still not. We're still not just doing enough. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I agree. I agree, man. I think it's a good point. Uh, and I think, I mean, it's unfortunate, but, you know, it's me and mine. You know, right. it's, un- it's unfortunate. And then we have these kind of weeks, right. you know, here in the, right. in the States. And it, it you know, and it, it, it really, you know, it, it's like, fuck everybody else. I got problems. <laughs> right, right. I got, man, but I, I, but I get, I get Yeah, but I got, I mean, but you make a good point. You make yeah. a good point. My big takeaway, man, I'm going to lighten it up as we go out, man. Atlanta Hawks fans, y'all stop moaning and crying about John <laughs> Collins leaving. It, it's about time. Let me get Yeah. I, I just, get his get his showing up on a milk carton ass up out of Atlanta. I, you know, nice guy, great with the media, but you uh-huh. never knew what you're going to get. Some games you get 20, some games you get two. Mm. So goodbye. Good luck. You'll probably do better somewhere else. That's all I got to say. Yeah. You got something to say about that? Did you? Uh, man, <laughs> I'm I, sorry. I got it. Uh, you know, you know hey, look, man. I've, I get I've into Twitter trying. battles all the time. So go ahead. <laughs> I've been trying with the Atlanta Hawks forever. Yeah, you know? it's tough. I mean, I love it's tough, man. Because let me let me. Can I say this real quick? I'm gonna leave it alone. Mm-hmm. But the Braves have won because the Braves they 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 understand you got to have the best. Yes, ain't no ain't no chumminess, ain't no fan favorites. Right, we go get the best, and everybody's yeah. like, "Oh, he was such a great guy. We hate to see him." Uh, uh-uh, no, dog, Ooh, yeah. that batting percentage, <laughs> Braves. right? The Braves. Right. I mean, when, hey, when they cut Freddie Freeman, when they let Freddie Freeman go, I said, "Oh, these motherfuckers for real." Oh yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They want the championship. Yeah. They want the championship, but the Hawks, Hawks got to show me they want it, man. They can't be, you know, ha- hanging yeah. on to buddies. No, I mean, what was that? The last time when they had the Joshes in, I was like, oh, yeah, we really going to do it this time, you know? Yeah. And yeah. Mm. So. Wah, wah. Yeah, this is what you get. <laughs> <laughs>
Thank you. Hey, we'd love you. We'd love your thoughts. Go to castropolis.net. Choose the people poll. Again, castropolis.net. Choose the people poll. Uh, leave us a voicemail. I'd love to hear what you have to say. Uh, and, you know, of course, I'll, I'll play the best back. And, and again, thank you so much, Talib Shabazz. Thank you for taking the time out, man. Really? Uh, again, how can people contact you, man? I don't think I ever say that. Where, yeah, you know, where um, you at? Where you, where you at, man? Instagram, it's L Shabazz7 uh, with two Zs. If you're on um, Twitter, it's just L Shabazz, and that's like Spanish, the Shabazz, E L Shabazz. Good. Good stuff. Good stuff. And uh, let's go ahead and get into we're going to take a quick break and we'll come back with Tanya B with the T. Thank you, Talib. Thank you. More. This is the G podcast after the break. time y'all sipping the tea with tanya b yes 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 my children it's time for a dose of july 4th weekend tea i am your number one everything tanya b anyway this is a g podcast let's just get right to the tea for this week i can't even keep up with last week i got this week okay now first of all everybody's talking about the BET Awards from last Sunday, except maybe me. Let's just cut to the chase, y'all. The high point of the entire program, which was over three and a half hours, was Buster Rhymes' Lifetime Achievement Award acceptance speech. And the low point, we all know, was Miss Patty Patty with that mess of a tribute to Tina Turner. I know she's saying she couldn't see the teleprompter, this, that, and the third, but for the time that was spent, no disrespect, Miss Patty, getting your face beat and getting that hair done, you could have at least learned the words to one song. Good Lord, Tina Turner. Look, I ain't mad about that one. Let's talk about something positive. Let's talk about people getting their roses and their flowers while they yet live. Shout out to Dionne Warwick. She will be in the class of 2023, the recipient for the Kennedy Center Honors, and also Queen Latifah, the first female hip-hop artist to also get the Kennedy Center's Honors recognition. Now, LL Cool J was the first male hip-hop artist. We got to give them their, you know, their roses and their flowers. The 2024 class of the Hollywood Walk of Fame. If you want a star and you got $50,000, you can too. I'm just calling a thing a thing. But some of the inductees of the class of 2024 include actress and activist Cheryl Lee Ralph, Kerry Washington, the late Chadwick Boseman, singers Brandy and Tony Braxton, and Motown legendary singer Martha Reeves. She got her $50,000 up by doing a GoFundMe. Okay, I'm just saying. Uh, in terms of these honorary Oscars, I'm just saying that seems like the oops we messed up award we want to make good. Now, you know, Spike Lee's been a recipient of an honorary Oscar along with Samuel L. Jackson. Next up in that recipient category is Queen Mother Angela Bassett. Yeah, they really messed up on that one. But you know what? She don't need them dresses or them juries. We all know, even if an award comes her way or without an award, Queen Mother Angela is the queen of the big movie screen. Now, contrary to what you may have heard, singers Frankie Beverly and Eddie LaVert of the OJs are very much alive. But if you're down here in the Big Easy at the Essence Festival like I am, 
Oh, my goodness. Um, you know what? I'll just say this. No disrespect, but sometimes you got to know when to sit down and when to stay there. And that's all I'm going to say. Well, we've got to pray for pop star Madonna. In case you haven't heard, she was found unresponsive on the floor in her penthouse apartment. Her people are saying it's some kind of bacterial infection, but we're from the curbs that might be something else. I'm not going to say. I'm just saying. She's had to postpone that world tour. But Madonna, what's really going on? And another thing, they're talking about Madonna 64. If you were born in the early to mid 50s, you are more than 64. Just do the math. I'm just saying. We also got to pray for Ike Turner Sr. I mean, I'm sorry, Ike Turner Jr. Ike Sr. is gone on to glory. Ike Turner Jr. got arrested. He tried to ingest some crack cocaine before the cops got to him. I guess it didn't work because had he ingested that much crack, I don't think he'd still be alive today. Let's just hope he gets the the help and the prayer that he needs. I will send out some good well wishes to original Sugar Hill gang member Wanda Mike, who was not present at the Hip Hoppers 50 tribute at the BET Awards. Master G was there representing, but I'm hearing that Wanda Mike has had a real health crisis and um, actually has had a stroke. So, you know what? Five wanted to him also praying for Cindy Bird song. She replaced uh, Florence Ballard in the Supremes. 83 years old, has had several strokes. She's no longer able to speak and her family is claiming that she's being abused by her caregiver. Well, are you ready for a bunch of biopics, Tommy B? How about Mary J. Blige? She's in negotiations with BET Plus for, uh, she's got to tell the story first and write the book and then make it into a movie. But will she spill all the tea about her issues like the suicide attempts, domestic violence, drug abuse, alcohol abuse, STDs, Casey Haley, her ex-husband? Just like Shaka Khan said, Mary J. Blige has been through the fire, y'all. Another book coming from actress Nia Long. Now she says she's going to tell her story about being a mother, about her career, the ups and downs of being a black actress in Hollywood. Hmm, Will she talk about M.A. Udoka? Did you know that she was up for a role in Charlie's Angels and she was uh, not given the role because she was told that she looked too old next to Drew Barrymore, who looks older than a whole lot of people we know? I'm like, oh, you know what? Miss me. That was just some hot garbage. That was a diss to me along. Leave her alone. Another book people don't seem to be checking for is Jada Pinkett Smith, who says she has a book coming out this fall. <sighs> it's time to tell her story if anybody wants to hear it. Supposedly, she's going to talk about her suicide attempt, as well as taking and selling drugs, alcohol abuse, August Alsina, Tupac. You know, let's just remember her for films like The Matrix, Set It Off, and Girls Trip. And her son, Jaden, came forward this week talking about that his mother was the one that introduced their family to psychedelic drugs. Really? Mm, Y'all might want something need to just stay in the house. Let's talk about the side pieces. Nick Cannon, well, I don't know if she was, well, I think all his baby mamas and girlfriends are side pieces of somebody. But Jessica White was saying she broke up with him because he was emotionally abusive. Hey, hey, I didn't make it up. Google it. And speaking of side babies, Neo has quite a few. He's got big bills and lots of expenses. And now that the side piece has had the baby and she's asking for the bag, now Neo wants a paternity test. Well, you know, Maury Povich got that new at-home paternity test you can take. But that's right. Neo's out there working. He got bills to pay, kids to take care of, alimony to pay, and all that stuff. And he's also got a $3 million tax bill that he owes to the IRS. Let's talk 
about Megan Good. She got a gig, y'all. Tyler Perry gave her a gig in a movie he's got coming out. And it's about, what else? Getting divorced. But I hope Megan Good would take her name and put some good on Jonathan Major's situation. Have you read that scandalous expose from the pages of Rolling Stone magazine about Jonathan Majors? They talked to almost two dozen people who knew him from college, including ex-girlfriends and classmates about their experiences with him. And they are not very kind. All I got to say is he really pissed off somebody in a very high place. And there are people who are just hell bent on destroying this brother's career. How about we destroy that chick? The last one, they got him arrested. How about we destroy? Okay, let me stop. This your girl, Tanya B. This is how we sip the tea each and every Sunday right here on This Is The G Podcast. Don't forget, join us live on Facebook. You can go and download the show. Go to the website, castropolis.net. That's all I got. Ain't got no more. Have a wonderful 4th of July weekend, everybody. Woohoo! Thank you. Thank you so much, Tanya B. Y'all know what time it is. Here we go. What you watching this week, Tommy B? Man, if you have not watched Extraction 2 on Netflix, I will tell you run do not walk man i am here to tell you by far one of the best action picks of 2023 yeah i said it i put it out there and and, and honestly i thought i was in a first person one of these video games like first person shooter hate to say that but that's what it felt like uh chris helmsworth and the cast are great uh idris elba has a big role in it uh, this is a series that can only get better. So kudos to the folks behind Extraction. It is uh, it is going to make Chris Helmsworth bigger than Thor could have made him, in my opinion. Great. Just a great series. Uh, y'all know I'm a big fan of Gabrielle Union, right? Huge fan. You know, I go back to 10 things I hate about you. Bring it on. Deliver us from evil. Being Mary Jane. Man, I've, I've been following her career. I love what she does. I can go on and on. But this perfect fine movie on Netflix, it just ain't. I'm going to have to put it like uh, Randy Jackson. It just ain't perfect for me, dog. (laughs) I ain't the one. So uh, it may have been the direction. I don't know if it was the writing, maybe the lead actor. It just felt awkward. I I couldn't get into it. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry, Gabrielle. I still love you. Uh, Not one of my favorites in the GU universe, uh, but, but still, you know, Gabrielle, you're my girl. Okay. And get ready, y'all, August 4th, 2023, the return of the shot. Yes, yes, yes. Gone and put that out there. <laughs> the shy is back. Season six, one of my favorite, if not the favorite show on television. Um, if you're interested in being part of our Shy Talk blog, hit me up on social media. Uh, y'all know how to reach out to me. Even if you have to go to castropolis.net, leave a voicemail, leave an email. That's cool, too. But let's get it done. August 4th, the series is back. And as a matter of fact, Lynn Whitfield, who plays crazy pretty well. <laughs> Y'all remember for the old school folks, uh, when Lynn Whitfield did the crazy movie with Bobby Brown. I've got the name of it. It's going to come to me in a minute. But anyway, man, she is joining the cast. So August 4th. Market calendar, the shy returns to showtime, and I am thrilled. I am happy, y'all. Yes, yes, yes. That's my take. What's yours? Share your thoughts and opinions at castropolis.net. Again, go there, hit the orange people poll button. Love to hear what you have to say. Okay. Here's a commentary from our good friend Harold Michael Harvey on this week's affirmative action ruling. 
Here you go, Mr. Harvey. What you got? Hey, guys. My most recent article at HaroldMichaelHarvey.com is too late for praying. The Supreme Court gutted affirmative action. And basically, this past week, the United States Supreme Court uh, did away with affirmative action, something that has been in place since about 1972. We get affirmative action um, as a result of the assassination of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And I reflect upon the sense of dread and hopelessness that I felt as a teenager uh, upon learning of the assassination of Dr. King back on April the 4th, 1968. And when I learned in midday about the uh, Supreme Court decision in gutting affirmative action, I had that same sense of dread that all of the, um, with the assassination of Dr. King, all of the advancements that we had made since the Civil War seemed to have been snuffed out with uh, the life of Dr. King. and But then we rebounded and we got our act together and we kept moving. And uh, But the decision this week, uh, good in affirmative action, I felt that same sense of dread that all that we had accomplished since the assassination of Dr. King has been taken away. So I think we need to reflect upon that and regroup and figure out um, how we are going to um, uh, regroup again and uh, gain the rights that we are entitled to uh, as citizens of the United States of America. Thank you so much, Harold Michael Harvey. Go to haroldmichaelharvey.com for the full article. Thank you so much again. And we want to hear from you, all the things we've talked about this week. Uh, go to castropolis.net, hit the people poll button, voice your opinion, or you can check us out on social media, leave us comments. And, and if you leave us a nice voicemail, uh, we may hook you up with something. Go to castropolis.net. Choose the people poll. I'm going to say it right. The people poll. <laughs> Choose the people poll, y'all. Leave us a voice message and I'll play it back. I'll play back the best. Uh, also, don't forget video and audio YouTube launches every Sunday at 6 p.m. Eastern. Uh, look for us at This Is The G Podcast. Again, at This Is The G Podcast. And if you're looking for us on Twitter, which is having its problems, y'all. Yes, Twitter's having some issues, but you can find us at this is the G pod. Share us with your friends. Don't cost you nothing. Keep doing it. Appreciate y'all for doing it. As always, thank you, Mike. Thank you, Vi. Thank you, Tanya B, Talib, uh, Harold Michael Harvey. And, and before I end the show, prayers go out, man. As we're taping, all this stuff is going down, man. Our peeps in Baltimore horrific mass shooting at a block party leaving two dead 28 injured wow and of those injured the critical uh the, the those in critical condition it's, it's they're multiple so uh, we don't know where the death toll will eventually end but i will tell you man we've got to we got to put an end to this i'm not gonna get on my soapbox but um y'all pray for those folks and, and we we hope that there's some kind of solution to this coming soon because, um, you know, again, we're in summer. It's heating up and this is absolutely tragic. OK, and with that, episode 182 is in the can. Have a safe emphasis on safe, y'all. Independence holiday, peace and power to the people. You've been listening to the G podcast with your host, Tommy B. The G podcast is a production of the Castropolis Podcast Network. Thanks for listening.